On 1116 SEN, the Four Diegos. G'day everyone and welcome to the Four Diegos on 1116 SEN, Melbourne's home of sport. Good evening and Rodrigo Rodriguez with you on this uh, very cool Melbourne evening. Hey, thanks to Finey, another fantastic show. Great to hear the boys talk about uh, talk about the Western Bulldogs and uh, Stephen Milne and Jeff Poulter there just before the Diegos. Finey, we'll be back tomorrow uh, at 7, so make sure you catch Mark again tomorrow night. Um, Vinny Venezuela is in the house. Uh, so is he's suffered, Warren. He's suffering from a wardrobe malfunction at this point. <laughs> he, is. <laughs> he is. He'll be okay. He'll be. He'll be back. Yes, I'll get Vinny, yes. to Vinny in a moment. But Carlos, you got to have a team, Rodrigo. You got to oh. have a team. You cannot. You cannot be indifferent. You now, cannot sit on the fence. Actually, I should throw myself in that mix too. You should. We, Don't just blame me. We have got to have a team. You've no. got to have a team. Yeah. This is the. You can't fence sit episode of the yeah. Diego's. Actually, I think uh, David Gallup should start a new campaign. You got to have a clue, Warren. <laughs> you got to have. You got to have a clue if you're going to have a soccer. If you're going to be on, on the football show. That's true. I like that. Um, so, what are we doing here? <laughs> now, of course, re- referring to the launch, but we've got a yes. big show yes. tonight. Uh, we've got Reese Williams. Uh, the young, uh, he's not so young, but the yeah. new uh, Perth Glory recruit. So um, we've got Reese coming up in about uh, seven or eight minutes' time. So looking forward to that, given the A League starts mm. uh, on Friday night, and uh, we'll be and here. Just, just well, we? just yes, yeah. well said. That's what I was just yeah, about yeah. to say. Where the final whistle returns mm. on Friday night, mm. home and away. Yes, this year. So. Um, it's going to be fantastic. Looking forward to the A League season. White so, shorts and dark shorts. <laughs> it'll be the uh, final whistle from ten. After um, SEN's broadcast of uh, home and away matches, so looking forward to that. Vinny Venezuela, welcome back. Hi, I don't think I'm. Can you hear me? Oh, I, I can't hear me. Yeah, yeah, no, we can hear you. Vinny. <laughs> oh, Just, good. Hello, uh, everyone. We're on here, mate. So, uh, <laughs> so looking forward to uh, looking forward to that. Mike McGrath coming up a little bit later on. Yep. Um, but uh, we've got a whole heap of things. Send us a text message tonight on zero four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen. Now, the hot topic tonight, uh, Warren. Um, Carlos hasn't got a team. Yep. So. I think the it should be. I've, should... I've only been doing a football show for twenty three years. I've never mm. had an NSL team. I've never had a an A League team because I won't be forced into it. I think uh, my theory, <laughs> my philosophy is that you're going to be born into these teams, and you know, the A League's doing really well at the moment. But it's only twelve years old. You know, I just can't adopt a team. Socceroos is my team. I get nervous and anxious about them. But uh, but really, with the uh, Yoshi. And the in the campaign, the ad campaign, which is a brilliant ad campaign. I like Vinny, it. you like the ad campaign. Hey, he's good, good kid. Yeah, good kid. Good ad, little, good, great little, great idea for the yeah. for by way of marketing the game, trying to connect with the two point one eight million registered players out there, of which only about forty five percent connect with an A League club. So there's you know over over a million, you know over a million a bit who don't, and uh, and I think there's a really good marketing campaign. So I'm now thinking. Should I have a team? And it doesn't have to be automatically City or Victory. And maybe the hot topic should be tonight, who should Carlos follow? Because I've got to have a team now. Right, I've been zero, told by Yoshi, no, no, I've got to have a team. Zero four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen. Who should Carlos follow in then, the A-League? Can I just make and one why? request? Yes. I don't want it to be Melbourne City, please. <laughs> oh, so you, no, because you've got enough. Well, my shoulders 
won't be able to carry the. the in yeah. fact, yeah. the whole team. If anything's going to weigh Tim Kale down, because nothing does for the Socceroos, <laughs> if anything's going to weigh yeah. him down, it's going to be Carlos getting on the Melbourne City bandwagon. So that's not going to happen. And you'd have to carpool, and you wouldn't like that either. <laughs> no. Well, look, no. Uh, in my history with following teams, are, are always the underdogs. Yep. You know, the ones who never win anything. Yes. Yeah, oh, Western Bulldogs, so West now. Ham. Let's finish now, Carlos. Yeah, West Ham, Western Bulldogs. So things are turning around there. But I, I am an underdog specialist. So who in the A-League is going to be, you know, the cellar dweller this year. Because that's the one that I'll probably follow. And don't give me Central Coast, please. Well, Newcastle. Well, some Newcastle. other... Newcastle. Yeah, be, be a bit creative about one of the There's other teams. teams I, might, I know, I know. <laughs> that's another that's issue. That's another issue, isn't it? It's <laughs> a bit problematic. No, think, think expansion. Who would yeah. I barrack for if oh, we expanded to 16 teams? There that's better. Zero four double three ninety eight. Please say Tassie. That's clear. You'd be barracking for Tassie. Tassie yeah, Wednesday. Yeah. Tassie, Tassie Wednesday no, would what, be... What Wednesday? <laughs> no, it'd be Tassie Brothers yeah. or Tassie Brothers and Sisters. How about Geelong FC? Mm, you could. Yeah, not Maybe. bad. Yep. Not bad. Hey, it's uh, 11 past 11. Yes, it is. Uh, that was kind of the Q&A, but I just wanted that sting, of course, because I, yeah. I love... Uh, it's a good song. I love Disco Inferno. Already one coming through. North Queensland Fury, Carlos. Well, see, I, I had a bit of a... A bit of a soft spot for Gold Coast. Because oh, yeah. um, <laughs> you voted for Clive Palmer. Yeah, that's well, not, not, not because of him, ago. of course. Yeah. When, when he shut people out of the stadium, you were, you were you in favour of that. Favorite. You thought that was a great idea. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, it showed strength. Really. <laughs> it did. <laughs> Integrity. That's right. That's right. So um, they're not no longer, longer in the competition, so I found it a bit hard yeah. to... Uh, Look, we like to keep a bit of impartiality too here on the Diego's, being a you know predominantly a Victorian show. Yeah, but we've been told by the FFA and Yoshi mm-hmm. we've got to have a team. Well, Vinny and Warren have got yeah, teams. Yeah, they're fine. They've been clearly. Yeah, they've had teams for a but long time. But Carlos, what I don't understand is how come when it's all started, you just didn't pick Melbourne Victory. That's how I got onto Victory. Because I won't be it was told. My city. I won't be told, <laughs> Vinny, by any marketing spin doctor out there who I should follow. Well, we, we were they're, bound. They're, they're a manufactured <laughs> team, right? And the kiddies who grow into that, I can understand why they want to adopt it and be, you know, be part of the fabric of their family. But I won't be told. The kids you know, should have a team. Yeah, they uh, will. The, yeah. the kids who were born into it, no, no question. I understand that Warren's a complicated man, but you are a difficult <laughs> man, know. Carlos. Yeah, Jeez. when it comes to this, That's I am trivial, a bit complex. I mean, the reason why I barrack for Melbourne City is very much the reason that you don't, that you didn't, I didn't get onto the victory, and you didn't at the start. I didn't, I didn't connect, so I stayed out. And I had Newcastle because that's where I grew up, and that's that's responsible for the person that I am today, which is just a, <laughs> just a very yeah. very impressive person. Yeah, but but yes, then Mel- sure. when Melbourne City came on, it was a no-brainer. Like, well, we did a bit of work for them too. Uh, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. Is that no, why? No, did they no, buy no. you? No, they didn't buy me. Well, <laughs> not with what they. No, we had, <laughs> we had actually. And I'm surprised that you aren't a little. We had some great times in the dugout. For Melbourne City, Carlos. Yeah, but we're always going to be, you mean Melbourne Heart. Melbourne Heart, yeah. yes. We're always going to be sacked by them. <laughs> That's true. And so I was never going to, I was never going to really embrace it completely. Yeah. Because yeah. we're going to get sacked. That's, That's what happens in football. That's the closest I've ever felt to being a coach. <laughs> yeah. you know, I knew that I was right. going to get sacked yeah. at some point. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> but um, no, I sat by myself in a little yeah. booth. I was a ground announcer. And by the way, I want to make it clear that it wasn't a mutual decision. <laughs> Yeah, it wasn't a mutual parting of ways. No, no, we just got sacked. It was, it was pretty clear cut. It never is. I'll but say it, one of the things that drew me to victory way back when was like I, I was on Carlton FC's bandwagon too, and on, and and the sort of the changeover of colours, and because I like the the navy blue, I don't know why, but I, I just do, and so that 
got me stuck with Victory too, and I was happy to. I'm happy yeah, to be no, there. I can see that. I mean, remember in the early days, uh, Victory had a bit of an issue with Victory. They, they wouldn't give us any um, players to it. Absolutely, they, but, they uh, very we've mended difficult. those bridges because yeah. uh, you know it's been uh, fantastic. Lubo Gate wasn't there. Wasn't their launch today just oh. absolutely spectacular? I mean, just you Kevin's, being sarca- you being Kevin's head was just. Glistening. Are you being sarcastic? No, you be sarcastic because no. it was. No, because I'm going to say that, they're doing that well these I'm days. I'm going to say this. No, it's there's. You may have hinted a, a sense of sarcasm in my voice, but no. When Melbourne Victory talk about the number one corporate support, the number one fan base support, every one of those things is right, and they do those things today, like any AFL club would do any launch. In fact, I'm not aware that AFL clubs do a launch like that where. The players get up and they're interviewed and there's interaction and there's a corporate. No, Victory, as much as I don't like them, yep. you've got you to gotta say when they do those things well, For me, when they do it, they do they're, it well. They're one high, high, high profile, not just a high profile, but a high, high, high profile marquee player away from being a 40,000 member strong club. I no, make no mistake. I, they've, got to, they've just got to get the extra step now to excite. Winning games is not enough. And playing it's attractive football. If you want to go that next level to really, they need a Del Piero type. They, they, they need someone who can actually really play. Yeah. I reckon they break the they break the bank for it. It's like because a, they can afford to break the bank. Victory, victory. That's yeah. it's sort of like that LA Galaxy mentality. You know, go yeah. out and get the big person. Yeah. I've got someone for them, Wayne Rooney. <laughs> well, he's hey, struggling yeah, over there, isn't he? That's what I'm saying. No, yep. look, um, victory do fantastic uh, oh, functions. They they yes. actually do, and. Uh, FFV do great functions as well because I'm going to the wow. community and business on mm. Tuesday, which is I think the last. How come one you for the only year. get invited to? Those well, because things. I'm the only one that goes. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm the only one that seems to make time to go to these events. And uh, looking forward to another fantastic um, FFV community and business, which is happening on Tuesday. Um, is uh, Mr. Gallup's going to be there? So um, obviously George Zanikins, yes. the Australia's MC, he'll be there. Um, and so thought, looking forward to that. Yeah. It's a bit of a Socceroos yes. theme. So mm. can't wait for that. Looking forward to that on Tuesday. FFE do a fantastic job. Hey, um, our guest is ready for us now. It's 16 past 11. Yes, the A-League season starts on Friday when Brisbane Raw take on Melbourne Victory. But... Um, Perth Glory take on Central Coast Mariners on Saturday. And joining us today is their boom recruit, uh, Reese Williams. Welcome to the show, Reese. Great. Thank you very much for having me. Oh, it's our pleasure. It's Rodrigo Rodriguez here. We've got Vinny Venezuela, uh, Carlos Alberto Diego, and Warren. So, welcome to the show. Um, hey, what's it like? I've got to say, you've, you've been overseas for a long time. You're a Perth boy. What's it like being back home? Um, it's great. Um, I've actually got babysitters for my little boy now, which is great as well. So it's always a bonus. Uh, a, bit, a bit of nice weather as well. So it's all looking good so far. Reese, so Vinny Venezuela here. You, you were blighted or plagued with a bit of injury sort of overseas in, in the latter part. Are you safe now? Are you wrapped up in cotton wool? Are you, you know, you're trying not to sort of do any damage? Because it's going to be a big uh, no. year. Yeah, I feel great. I, I, I think to myself I've had a few years off, so hopefully I'll add a few years onto my career. Uh, if it works like that, but I, I'm still great. I haven't missed a session yet. I haven't missed a game. Um, touch wood, it continues, and uh, and I feel great. And I'm I'm just can't wait to get going now. Reese, I'm just wondering how much of a benefit it will be playing thirty odd games instead of the fifty or sixty games that you typically play in the championship. I'm I've been watching it a, a bit on Fox Sports with the coverage that we get now, and you know 
the repetition of games. I watched Newcastle play Saturday, play Wednesday, play Saturday, home and away, big travel, lots of physicality around the games. As much as the A-League is going to be physical and it's going to take a toll, that must be a real attraction to sort of being able to come back and play in this league. Yeah, of course, yeah. It's, it's, it's well documented what the championship's like in England and to play in it is enjoyable. Um, you don't train, you just play games, which is always nice as a player, but it does catch up on you. Um, and coming home is obviously great, 27 league games, uh, one a week in, in a bit better conditions. The travel's probably a bit different as well, uh, especially for a Perth team, but it's great to be home. I look forward to getting going and, and I just hope I can... Uh, be ready for selection every single game this season. Now, Reese, it's Carlos. Uh, it's so good to have you back home, but you're one of those kiddies that went over uh, as, a, as a young man. Uh, we didn't see you play senior football here. You were just one of those prodigies that was just whipped away from us. You went over to Middlesbrough, and from the early days, they really rated you highly. It was almost a bit of a love affair there at Middlesbrough. You, you became club captain. Can you tell us how that all happened? You came from uh, the local club, Joondalup, who, who actually uh, is a club that's uh, been prolific with the amount of kids that have left there and gone overseas. Yeah, it's, uh, obviously, Junilup, we're doing well at the time. We've, if you look at our squad now, I think there's maybe six or seven of us that did actually play for Junilup before leaving. So uh, it was a bit of a fairy tale. Went over on trial, went to five clubs, and and uh, Middles were offering me a contract. Um, the rest is history, really. I stayed there for eleven or twelve years. I enjoyed every minute of it. Um, the only thing I do regret is is not being stepping foot in the Premier League. Uh, I was on the bench a few times in the Premier League, but never actually played. So. But that's one regret of coming back um, this time. But to be club captain of such a big, big, big club like it is, and the fan base, it was it was a great milestone in my career, and, and something I'll always cherish. Of course, one of the the greats uh, of Australian football who went over and forged the fantastic name at Middlesbrough was Craig Johnston. Did you did you either run into him uh, at different times, or were you reminded of uh, the great exploits of Craig Johnston while you were there? Yeah, I did, actually. That was a bit before I, I went. Um, but a lot of people had mentioned it at the time as well. Uh, uh, when I turned up, Swartie was there, Brad Jones, uh, Dukes was there as well. So they, they had a good few Aussies there. Um, I think Paul Oakland had a stint there as well. So it was it was a club known for bringing Aussies through. Um, uh, and, and it was great to, to be at a, such, such a big club. Reese Savini, I'm, I'm curious about, given all the Aussies that were there, is there a locker somewhere that's been vandalised by the Aussies? You know, Schwarzer was here, Ocon was yeah, here. Yeah, I think so. It's been retired now, though. There's no, there's no more Aussies left. So Reese, I want to ask you one more English football question. It's interesting, you grow up in our vintage and we've seen the likes of Middlesbrough, Leeds and, you know, Sheffield United, Sheffield Wednesday playing the old English First Division and in various times have come up into the Premier League. But there's a lot of big clubs traditionally that have played in First Division that find it very difficult to get back in the Premier League and then stay up, even though they're supported by a big fan base in big cities. How difficult is that transition from, you know, playing in the Championship now and going up into the Premier League and actually even staying there, even for big clubs that are really well supported? Yeah, of course, it's difficult. And you look at it the other way as well. Look, Aston Villa have recruited really well this season and the managers just got sacked because they're struggling. So it goes both ways. Um, I think it's just two totally different brands of football. Everyone knows the Premier League is all about the, the, the speed and the counter-attacking and the championships just to hustle and bustle, really. So it does take a while for players to get used to it. Um, 
and it's a dog eat dog world. So if, if you're not doing well, then someone's going to come in and take your spot. And and with teams as well, if you have a bit of a bad run, you can see you towards the bottom of the table. And and, and for a neutral, it's exciting. But as a player, it, it is stressful and it's tough. And but but they're that, that's what we get paid to do. And they're, they're the limits you need to reach to to, to stay up there. Really, um, you don't see many players, well, many teams staying up there. For years and years from coming up from the champ because it's always the tough league to get out of and it's a tough league to stay in once you get up so it, it is uh, both leagues are so different that when it comes down to it it's just about uh, the team camaraderie really um and it's a squad game and I've, I've seen this a lot in the past that if you have a great squad and and a, and a friendly squad towards each other then it's it's destined for success here in the Four Diego's, we're speaking with Perth Glory star Reese Williams. Now, Reese, uh, our research department uh, delved into your background, into your heritage, and you could have played for India. Of course, you did represent Australia. You could have played for Wales. I know you played for their uh, their youth team, and you could have played for England. Now, did you ever come close to ever putting your hand up to play for India? Um, I've never really had a call. <laughs> my, nana, my nana, my nana would have been happy, but no, I've never really got the call uh, from India. So. Maybe um, maybe I got bypassed. <laughs> well, you did actually play some games for for Wales, and uh, I suppose uh, with the with the draw of uh, playing for a national team overseas in Europe, uh, you maybe you would have been tempting to stay with them, but you changed your mind. And you play, you put your hand up to play for Australia. Can you tell us about the the different sort of uh, you know priorities or the different sort of decision making that you had to make at the time uh, by turning your back on Wales and playing for Australia what was going through your mind at that time um, it was difficult as, as, a, as a young boy it's, it's it's a tough decision to make um, I always wanted to play for Australia and, and I never got called up for Australia and when Wales came knocking uh, to look at the team and it, it had the likes of Ramsey Joe Allen Gareth Bale was in the side as well so <laughs> had a team full of potential, and like you've seen in the Euros uh, recently, that that was more or less our under-21 side. So it was exciting at the time, um, but it just didn't feel right. You know, I played 21s. I sat on the bench with the first team, and it just didn't it didn't feel right. As soon as the national anthem came on and and everything like that, it just it just didn't feel right in my heart. So eventually, I, I made the decision to to move to Australia. Um, I'm Australian, my family's Australian and, that, and that's, that's the way it should be Reese Vinny Venezuela again um, now Kenny Lowe I, I, I often say that he's like Jurgen Klopp without facial hair or hair <laughs> in his enthusiasm on, on that, that byline how, tell us about your relationship with him and how's it been sort of uh, reconnecting um, it's a funny story actually because he's the one who actually rang Middlesbrough in the first place and got me a trial <laughs> when, I, when I was 15 so I'm sort of it came back around. I'm trying to repay the faith, but he's been great. He's he was a family friend uh, years and years ago, and we had a good chat a couple of years ago, and 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 weighed up the possibility of coming home. Um, I was injured at the time, so nothing could happen. And then when I got fit and I realised it was time to come, we we spoke a lot. Um, there was a bit of interest from the A League, but I just thought coming home um, and seeing what the boys did towards the end of last season was really encouraging. Um, and, and the way forward was to come home and and and, and challenge um, and hopefully Kenny's built a squad good enough uh, that we we can turn some heads this season. And Reese, looking at the team, we've spoken um, to lots of people at Perth Glory. There's no coincidence around the fact that it's very much a team built around local talent and creating an identity around. 
Perth being, you know, a team where it's made up of, you know, players that have grown up there. Is that significant for you in terms of the identity of the group and the way that the group can galvanise itself and really have that us versus them mentality? Do you think that improves your chances of success in some ways? Um, I'd like to think so. Um, from day dot, I always wanted to play for my, my hometown side. Uh, and I'm finally doing it now, and it feels great. And, and I hope the other boys feel exactly the same. And it does give you that extra couple of percent to, to push it over the line, to do well for your hometown, because you've got your family, you've got your friends watching you and uh, and hoping for big things. So hopefully, yeah, like I said, that couple of per- extra percent um, will, will hopefully push us over the line. And, and to have so many homegrown players as well is, is not really seen much nowadays, but it, it, it's great, and it's great to be a part of it. And... Um, but like like people say, it's we're a team on on paper at the minute. Um, until we get on the on, on the grass on Saturday and see what we can actually do, then then who knows? And as a hardened professional footballer playing hundreds of games, particularly overseas, will there be any nerves playing <laughs> your first game for your for your home city and the home club and playing in a new competition? Yeah, of course. Uh, not many championship games get televised, so if I had a bad game. Uh, none of my family knew about it. Um, <laughs> but here, I think it's changed. They're all going to watch every game, and they're actually going to be there. So, um, yeah, I, I do feel nerves. Um, I, I haven't played a competition game at home but since before I left. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. Um, I just can't wait for my family to be there, and, and hopefully it's a, it's a positive start for us. Reese, I saw that uh, when you were in between clubs, there was a there was an article, and you said, "Look, if anyone's interested, uh, give me a call." I'm just wondering, did uh, Bombo send the uh, email from the Westgate Rambo's? It's an indoor soccer team that we've got going. <laughs> did, did you get I many requests? With the surface. <laughs> 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 Reese, uh, with the uh, obviously, you know, we we talked about your love affair with Middlesbrough, and they and certainly the respect they must have had for you there, uh, making you captain of the club, and and when you did play for them, you know, and you did string some games together, you're actually one of their best players. They're in the Premier League right now, and of course you made the decision to come home. Were you ever in a situation where you I mean, were you torn with that? Uh, you know, maybe giving Middlesbrough one last go when, they, when they've got promoted to the Premier League? Um, <clears throat> it was a tough one, actually, because my, my contract was, was, was expiring. Uh, I went on loan to Charlton. It wasn't too successful, and maybe in my head I thought, Maybe I just need to go and enjoy it again. Uh, I lost the enjoyment of, of playing football, uh, being injured for, for nearly three years straight uh, mm. and coming back and not being able to break my way into the team was tough. And, and maybe I just didn't think it was time to time to call it a day. Um, especially now, I've got a young family. I've got a boy. My, my son's nearly two. Um, we came over, my granddad passed in February and we brought him to Perth. And to see him outdoors and the way he enjoyed life... Uh, it sort of made my decision for me. Um, before, in the past, I've, I've made decisions just for me and my wife, which is easier. You can move around and that. But having my little boy now and, and seeing how happy he was with his family just, just sort of made my decision to come home easier. Well, your priorities are great for Australian football, mate. So, yeah. um, hey, we really appreciate your time. You've been very generous with it. And, uh, hey, good luck to Perth. But for us, good luck to you because, um, you know, let's hope you, you, know, you, you, you show the A-League and Australians uh, how good you are and make it back into the Socceroos squad. Yeah, absolutely for Russia. We're tipping you, Reese. Uh, you're in that Russian squad. 
to go over there oh, and uh, do some damage on, with Ange. And if you can't make it there, the Westgate Rambos, there's a place for you. <laughs> Fellas, thank you very much for having me. I really appreciate you having me on here, and, and hopefully, I can repay the faith that everyone's shown in me. No worries, Reese. Thanks for your time, and good luck well, on Saturday. There's uh, yeah, Reese Williams, really nice bloke, and uh, great player for Perth Glory. I'm no, I don't know. Are we doing predictions later? Yeah, later. Um, but, but I'm predicting Perth. Let's go to a break well. now and come back with more <laughs> of the Four Diego's here on 1116 SEN, Melbourne's home of sport. Football is like a religion to me. I worship the ball and treat it like a god. Too many players think of a football as something to kick. They should be taught to caress it and treat it like a precious gem. This has been a hot and sweaty, but strangely arousing Pelé moment by the Four Diegos. On 1116 SEN, the Four Diegos. Thanks for joining us tonight. Uh, great to talk to Reese Williams and uh, can't wait for the A-League to start on Friday and make sure you check in with the Diegos with the final whistle after the broadcast of the Brisbane Royal Melbourne victory game live from Suncorp Stadium. Reese Williams, I'll tell you what, if he was intact and he didn't have so many different... I mean, his injuries... injuries yes. His injuries... Uh, you know, he had a lateral ligament that kept him out a long time. Knee? Uh, he had a knee. Uh, well, that, yeah, the lateral the knee, ligament. Yes. Yep. Well, there's he lateral had, ligament in uh, your elbow. True, there it's is, true. Yes. And you would know that too. <laughs> too yeah, absolutely. You is got that golfers or tennis yeah. elbow? Yeah. Anyway. It's so both. it was in the knee. So it was long term. He had a pelvic problem that was worse than Carlos's How one. How did he get that? In third person. I'm talking about myself in the third. Oh, pu- uh, you yeah, know, you like because pubis. Yeah, with good groins, I could have been anything, but that's another story. He had a cheekbone that kept him out for ages. Achilles tendon. Yep. That mm. uh, kidnapped for nearly two years, and of course, just a, a flimsy ankle. So the guy banged with, up abroad, with, Carlos. Yeah, with, without those, <laughs> the guy would have been one of our greats because he actually would have been cracking into the Socceroo team uh, as a you know in the early twenties. Now he's a little bit later in his twenties, but uh, mm. he can still make it, and he'll still be a if he has a good season uh, for Perth. Yeah, Angel, have a good look at him. I've got to say because the hot topic tonight was mm. who should Carlos? Who should Carlos? Choose yes, right. as his A League because I've got to have a team. Did did he? Well, just let's yep. quickly. Carlos, yep. after hearing that interview, pick glory for your team. They've been around longer than the A League. Absolutely, and Nick Tana, who yes. actually started Perth Glory, is a great mate of the Four Diego's. I think that's a great idea. If I've got to have a team, it will be Perth Glory. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Oh, well. Uh- and also, they give us interviews all the time. They're so. stuffed, really, basically. Their there season's go. over. they got Taggart. I'm excited about yeah, seeing Taggart. Yeah, absolutely. Taggart. Interesting team. Exciting stuff there. Uh, why not go across the Tasman to get on board the Phoenix Oh, Carlos? yeah. You've got, you like pub teams. No, they would never forgive me because I, in, in the many incarnations of Wellington... Yes. Yeah, you've bagged them. Yeah, they're they're yeah, the team yeah. you've bagged and the I won't most shy, over I, the I won't shy time. from that. I won't shy from that because we don't have too many Kiwi listeners. Uh, <laughs> but they were pub... Pub League version one, two, three, four, until Wellington come along, and Ernie's doing quite well with them at the moment. Actually, so. I don't mind Phoenix. Yeah, yeah. No, you, you've got a soft spot for a little oh, while. Dan yeah. on the road has actually mm. said must follow Wellington. Massive underdogs there, uh, Carlos. Yeah, but they're Kiwis. So. South Melbourne is a must for the A League, so that would be interesting. Well, now, put your proposal yeah, in if South, South Melbourne. Melbourne. If South Melbourne come into the A League, I'll follow South Melbourne. Yeah, but they. Look, Jeez, I love South Melbourne. I love them. Maybe but you I might have to see, wait. I cannot the see time. the FFA allowing them to come in under the guise of South Melbourne. Okay, they'll they'll go for a Geelong or a Knox or something like that before they go for a, a former NSL team. They're I'll not going to find. They're not going to find. This is you know they talked expansion today. You know, yep. Mr. Lowy the second. 
He sat down with Adam Peacock and had yep. a heart to heart. And you know, Ange in his Was book has really ex- yep. espoused expansion and opportunity. He's bagged, he's bagged, he's he's bagged, bagged his yep. employers, but he's so powerful now yeah. he can oh, yeah. bag anyone. Untouchable, yeah. But they talked fifteen teams now. Callis, we're not going to find those extra teams without them re-exploring established teams that may no, be played in the no, NSL no, coming you're back. You're wrong. That's why. <laughs> that's why you know this this new campaign is low. You've got to have a clue. You've got to have a clue, Warren. Not, that's not I don't mind team. that. No, I don't mind that, <laughs> yeah. Carlos. That's next year. It's there should be a team called a um, yeah. Yoshi United. Yeah, that'll work. Uh, no, I'll tell you. And they can't go to the backwaters. Sorry, no more Central Coast Mariners. No, 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 no more of those teams. North Queensland. Yeah, we don't need. To, You're harsh. With all, you, you with all due disrespect. <laughs> totally. We don't need. We just need it. Just put them in the in the populous cities. Another one in Melbourne. Another, another one, one in, in Sydney. Well, uh, near public transport. Near yeah, public yeah, transport. Yeah, easy to get to. Plenty of people are. Fish, as Peter Philippus would say, the CEO of Perth Glory. Fish where the fish are. <laughs> would he say that? Yeah. Okay. Well, he, he had, he had you weren't that. listening. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I was thinking about my next question. Um, what about those of us who have teams in the NPL? Yeah. Do we uh, just abandon no, them? No, don't abandon You can have two. No. I mean, one's in winter, one's in summer. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. I mean, is that too hard to... Just follow... You've got to just love the game. The, the, well, no, no. The, the, no. Love the game, definitely, you but have a team. team yeah, have, more have, than you've got to have a team, too, because I've got to have a team now, <laughs> apparently. Right. Everyone's telling me, Yoshi told me you, I've got to have a team. You've so got to change your thinking. I, uh. I think there's nothing better than watching a, an A-League game in, in your home city. It, 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 it's a joy. Me and you have gone to NPL games during and the winter. To, yes. You know, we rug up and we go, okay? Now, there's no reason why the people out there, you can, you can follow both. Now, if, if you've got a problem with following A-League because of what happened to your you know, old NSL team, it's, you know... Build a bridge. Well, <laughs> look, uh, no, I don't force those people, you know, just if you love your football, the standard in the A-League is getting better and better. You're going to have some... Ter- I mean, the Derby week too. I mean, even the Sydney Derby, they're talking about 60, 70, 60 or 70, 60 to 54,000 tickets already sold. Oh, there'll be more than... There'll be 60 at least. 60 or 70,000. Yeah. And we had Alex Brosk today with the uh, Jimmy Bartel beard. Ned Kelly. Have you yeah, seen that? Yeah, I've seen yeah. He's come out and he said, we hate every one of them <laughs> in that team of that West City. I mean, that's going to cause a riot, oh, basically. No, no. Now, <laughs> I, I think the derbies are a must-see. Yeah, they are. If you love your football, if you love your sport, they're a must-see. Mm. Week one in Sydney, week two in Melbourne. And then another one, the yeah, FFA the, oh. Cup. That's a bonus, isn't it? It's great. That's a real bonus. It is just magnificent. So uh, I think, uh, look, if you love your football, go to both. If you've still got a problem with the A-League because of what happened to the NSL team, I understand that. And in time, if you love your football, you'll gravitate to the A-League at some stage. Do you know one football team that would do the punters head in? Like Juventus, which became the Zebras. The fact that there are three incarnations of the Zebras in Melbourne. Like, how do you pick (laughs) the one you want? How do you do that? I know. I don't know. And if you're a dad or a mum and you've got a kid who plays football... Because we know many of them do. Yep. Make sure they've got a team. Yeah, you know, but Rodrigo, you know what it's like these days. The kids are the bosses in the house. Well, so, so kids will determine what team, and they'll and the parents will follow the kids. Yeah, you know, what I'm saying is, it doesn't rely on the parents to have no. a team. You, so you got to do what that. Paul Ocon does, yes. uh, Rodrigo. You got to turn off that internet so they can't watch <laughs> stuff from yeah. overseas. They can't see Barcelona. Yep. Or, or Man U or whoever, and they just focus on the A-League. No, Vin, you can't deny them. You can't. You just don't deny football at any level. You know, if you're watching the NPL, don't deny it. If you're watching the A-League, don't deny it. If you're watching overseas, the Maltese League, don't deny it. 
Just about, don't deny football. What about... I, that I, should be the campaign. Do not deny football. Yoshi? You're coming up with a few, Carlos. Yeah. This is a multi-year uh, program that you're thinking about. You've got to have a clue. I like I that. I call it a multi-prong marketing yeah, uh, of campaign. Course you do. And, yeah, he of course. Thinks, <laughs> and he thinks I speak drivel. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that was the hot topic. Who should Carlos follow? I like this little text here. You were paid by City. <laughs> I do like no, that. Yeah, actually, you were paid by heart. Yeah, that's right. No, no. In the f- just it was the, IOUs. Yeah, but yeah, anyway. yeah, there was no and, uh, cash for comment point, or anything I like was that. totally professional. I didn't barrack for them. I just worked for them. No, that's I right. barracked after they sacked me, yeah. which is a mark of my <laughs> forgiveness. And yeah. look, if you go to our website and look at, at the photos, you'll see the, the Christmas get-up that they still have. They got, to, they got to keep the outfits. That's yeah. how they were paid. That's yep. right. Now, you, you, got, you and uh, Carlos yep. and uh, Warren were the inaugural... Uh, on-ground MCs. Absolutely. And I was the inaugural yep. ground announcer. So, uh, yeah, we yeah. only did it for one year, so yeah. we, we thought we'd keep it impartial and uh, yeah, not renew the next we, year. We sent a tape of some work we'd done at Melbourne Nights to Melbourne Hearts, and that was the and way we jumped all over the job. Yeah, that's right. Hey, uh, interesting conversations, I think, for us anyway. But, uh, hey, look, it's... Um, Looking forward to the A-League, of course. Uh, Brisbane Raw take on Melbourne Victory. Uh, we're, we'll be here at 10 o'clock on Friday night. Wellington Phoenix take on mm. Melbourne City on Saturday night. That's Should a we... danger game for the City, you know. <laughs> it's a, Even though Wellington it's a have skin, been... It, Carlos, are you going to say that? Well, they've been... Um, <laughs> they've been at 4-0 or something. Yeah, but they've been pre-season. ravaged by international call-ups. They're missing four players, Phoenix. And, and uh, City are missing Timmy Cales. But I, I think that's a danger game for City. Western yeah. Sydney Wanderers and Sydney FC, of course, wow, at ANZ Stadium. What a game. Can't wait to And they see hate that. each other because oh, that's, that's been confirmed by Alex Bross. Yep. And Perth Glory take on Central Coast Mariners. That's my team. Yep, Carlos's <laughs> team. And uh, Newcastle Jets um, and Adelaide United on Sunday at Hunter Stadium. Yep. Hey, uh, Warren, it's now time for your rant. Everybody was Part rant, part reflection today. No, no, it's important for the A-League and everyone out there and all the fairy tale teams in the A-League to hear this. Hmm. 2016 has been the year of the sporting fairy tale. Leicester City, Cronulla Sullivan, Footscray, the Western Bulldogs. For the A-League to become a genuinely engaging competition, I think this year we need to see a first-time winner of the competition. The next thing we need to see is we can't see perennial poor teams. So, pressure on Central Coast, pressure on Newcastle, but importantly, pressure on Perth Glory, Melbourne City, to win the title for the first time. I'm Warren. Yeah, which, which part of that was a rant? <laughs> I'm Warren, and that's my rant. How much do you feel the game? Do you feel it like Brazilian commentators do? game. This has been a tribute to Brazilian commentators everywhere. This is the Four Diego's.
1116 SEN, the Four Diegos. And coming up after Diego's, it's all night appetite with uh, Scott Cooney. Hey, um, Mike McGrath just yeah. uh, informed us. You know us where he's, he's gone? He's stuck he's in a press conference. One on one with Jurgen Klopp. Is he? Oh yeah, because Jurgen is just—he's the new man. We don't play for eighteen days. I tell you one thing, G, and I know we said A League, but I can't wait for Monday morning, the seventeenth of October, where Liverpool play Man U at five a.m. I'll be. You know the great thing about Fox coverage at the moment? Because I don't have Optus Vision. And you can tune into Liverpool TV at the time and you're listening to you you're listening to a radio broadcast on television. It's quite a liberating experience. <laughs> you can so they're commentating, but there's just this blank screen that says it's like watching it from the seventies on yeah. the radio. <laughs> Liverpool are going and for all those Manchester United fans out there, you can Abuse me. You can say I'm deluded. You can call me a goose. Like uh, somebody did on the text yeah. messages. It's fine. <laughs> Liverpool will make Manchester United look like a pub team. Ooh. A pub team. And they are. Man United are a pub team with the oh. most expensive player in the world in their steady. midfield. Steady. They're average. They're not average. Oh, not yes, they're they are. They're better than average. They're top six. Liverpool are on their way. And I'll tell you what. <laughs> I do appreciate your company, boys, but um, I'm looking forward to next year already. You are going on the uh, going trip of a lifetime. on the trip of a lifetime. Yes, yep. and we talk about we actually dedicate a little bit of time to that later on down the track. Yeah, yes. yeah. about Warren's trip of a lifetime trip when we mark the occasion. Yeah, um, actually, I want you to we'll be on air th- to mark the occasion. Yeah. Oh, great! Yeah. Yeah. You know, well, good luck with the liberating experience, uh, Warren. But um, given that Mike's not on tonight, yes. um, gives us an opportunity to talk more about the A-League, yes. which uh, is always a good thing because it starts on, on Friday, as I said uh, just before the break. Brisbane Raw take on Melbourne Victory. Let's have a look at uh, some of the teams, all of the teams if we can. Um, let's start with Victory. They are the, you know, let's, they are the biggest in this city. Solid. They're going to be great. And even though I don't support them, I think I would have thought until their late signings in Rojas and Troisi, Troisi yep. that I thought victory was slightly off the pace, but I think with those two signings potentially going forward, if you look at their mix of players, I think they'll be solid in the midfield. I think victory have put themselves in a position where they're going to be a very hard team to beat throughout the whole season. So I think they'll definitely be up there for sure. I mean, we've spoken about the pressure on Oli Bazanic before, and I I actually think he's stepping up and he's going to be as as an important player as anyone else in that squad in the middle of the park. I think Carl Valeri. And he's been looking good. Yeah, look, Carl, Carl Valeri, I think, was a difference last year. But they did have Finkler in the team mm. last year and also Barbarossa. So, um, Rojas has looked good. Uh, Troy's, he's looked good in yep. the preseason. They've actually had a really good preseason. They have. They've yep. had some good uh, results during the preseason. I was listening to Muskie on the run home tonight. And uh, gee, he's really impressive. I mean, you know... It's hard to equate him as a coach and him how he, how he finished his football career. Uh, him as a coach has been really impressive for me, the way he's developed himself. And I think he's actually evolving into a really, really good coach. And he was talking about how he set goals through the longest preseason of, in, in the history of sport yeah. that the, our A-League teams have to go through and how he kept them up during that time. And now on the eve of the finals, he reckons they're cherry ripe. Um, the only thing I'm worried about is... That real star in midfield. I mean, they've got a good, solid midfield. You know, Lee Broxham's always going to be there. Bazanic, he's going to have to improve from last year, and I, and I mm. think he obviously set himself for that. Mahazi's a growing player. Valeri is a is a player that we all know as being a, a terrific player, but is he that 
that creative type that's going to open up a game. And the young boy, Stefan Negro, is a, is a one who's a, is probably one for the future. Uh, I just don't know whether they've got that game-breaking midfielder that can uh, real do, really do some damage. Yeah, no, they, I think they've built nicely around uh, Bessant Barisha yep. this year. So they're, they're, their strikers uh, look really good. And, and James Donachie and Alan Barrow in defence will we'll obviously tighten them up. They've got a big hole to fill there too, by the way. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, it's going to be an interesting year for victory. Um, any, any... What I'm saying is it's going to be Oli Bazanik's here. He's so, going to he's going to shine. So do you think they'll win this year, Vin? Of course. <laughs> I, I, look, I'd, I'd be surprised if they had a year how they fell away last year. I'm surprised if they have another one of those years, but I just don't know. I mean, their strikers have really got to come to town. If Rojas is what he was before he left, and Troisi, if he's starting to play some of his good football, I think they're going to be up there, no, no yeah, question. No, no doubt. But if they don't have that and they're relying on Barisha all the time... You've got FBK, Mitch Austin's looking good too. Yeah, let, come on. Look, let's have a look at the first five or six games and see how they're travelling. Let's. Yeah. What about Melbourne City, Warren? Now, you're, you're the Melbourne City man. Are you happy, obviously, with Timmy Cale? And they've, got a, they've actually, you know, Luke Bratton, Neil Kilkenny, uh, Colazzo. Uh, they've recruited Bruce Kamau, uh, Fernando... Unbelievable, really. They've um, Michael Jakobsen. They've got an impressive, um, uh, you know, ins if you no, like. I think, I think the the question is, it's not goals because I think even though they've lost Harry Navio, I think with Tim Kale coming in and the other signings that they've got, I don't think goals are going to be a problem. I mean, I think I saw lots of commentary around the midfield. You've gone from a star-studded midfield in Aaron Moy to a far more workmanlike, perpetual sort of motion in Kilkenny and Bratton. Bratton looked good in the practice games in the in and also in the FFA Cup. He played particularly well. But I think with the amount of service, and that was gold-class service that was given by Aaron Moy, you'd, you'd just be thinking, are they going to be able to sustain that? You wouldn't say on paper that Kilkenny and Bratton can do that. But I just think the depth of their team and the, and the way that they've improved in every line, in every positional area that you'd have to say Melbourne City are going to improve and they only need to improve one game to make a grand final. So I think they're right there. They're going to have a team that is not reliant on potential anymore. Everyone they've got there, hardened professionals, experienced players who've had success, they're winners. That's a big difference now. Uh, They're super, super strong across all the lines. It's just whether they... John Van Skipper, I think the pressure's on him now to really make this work because... He's had to work with a inferior team in the past and make good with that and with mixed success. But I think with this squad here, he's got a ready-made team. The pressure will be on him to get them together and win games. Warren, one word, do they win? Yeah, year? I think they win. I, 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 don't, I don't think you can actually, you know, until I see the Fauna Riley, Kale, Ego. That's what tips are all about, Carlos. Yeah, the massaging the yeah. egos there. Let's, until I see that. I won't be sure. We've got a bit in, about a minute or so before we go to a break. The other team I just want to quickly talk about is Sydney FC. Mm. Has anyone been impressed with their recruiting in the off-season? They've picked up, obviously, Alex uh, Wilkinson, Michael Zullo, uh, Josh Brianti, uh, Bernie Abini's back, Bobo is there. They've got an interesting uh, mix now. I think um, the way they dropped off towards the end of last season was a product of the fact that they couldn't score enough goals and they weren't, they were, they were dour and they were defensively minded, but they didn't score enough goals. I think they've addressed that. They score more goals. I think they're going to be right in the mix. Um, 
Yeah, I think there's nothing there that excites me, really. I mean, they're just, you know, if Beanie plays well, no no problem. Uh, But the rest of them, Bobo, I saw him in the FFA. He looks like more of an assist player right now. There's nothing that... Look, Alex Wilkins is a big pickup. I think they've plugged their gaps and their holes that they've had in their squad from uh, previous years. So it's going to be very competitive. I'm really interested in this team this year for some reason. Absolutely. I just just think they, they, they look more solid. This year, uh, but you're right. I, I mean, we don't know a lot about Bobo, really. Um, yeah, you know, so it'll be interesting. Very interesting. He's, I look forward to he, seeing he, Matt Simon come off the bench yeah. and Alex yeah. Brosk fit. Brosky's yeah, a legend. Whole season. Yeah. Anyway, let's take a break now and come back with just a tiny bit more of the Diego's on eleven sixteen SEN Melbourne's home of sport. On becoming owner manager of Hereford United in nineteen ninety seven, Graham Turner said. The first thing I'll do is negotiate a pay rise, give myself a 10-year contract, and then sack myself. This has been a profound coaching moment by the four Diegos. On 11.16 SEN, the four Diegos. Yeah, time flies when you're having fun. We haven't even been able to talk about uh, the World Cup qualifiers, uh, Saudi Arabia and the Socceroos on, uh, well, Friday our time at 4.45am. Two wins and we're there, aren't we? Oh, I reckon. Is that going early? I don't know. What do you reckon, Vinny? Look, look, I was just going to say, I can confirm that uh, Ange will be wearing the Vintang singlet. <laughs> yeah, he, needs to, time, yeah. he needs to this Two time. wins and we're there, Carlos? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Very confident, boys. And... Uh, and then Japan, of course, on Tuesday, the I'm 11th going. of October. At Huge. Docklands. Sold 50, out. 50,000 sold out. Yeah, yep. great. Yep. There you go, boys. By the way, by the way Channel 9 yes. have got the deal to um, show that the, game. Yeah, the last eight games. There you go. Yeah, so, so, but look, Fox is still doing it too. So. That's it for this week's show. Make sure you catch up with uh, All Night Appetite with Scott Cooney. So remember, Carlos. We're Puerto Rican girls. Hang out. We're, we're there. Wherever you, Samba Rumba and La Bamba. We're, we're, we're there. there. Wherever there are girls with fruit on their head and balls on their feet. We're, we're there. there. Where the gringos play football. We're, we're there. there. We are the Four Diego. Yeah.